0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast.
0: with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of The Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
2: All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, twenty five seventy two City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. All you people in the Baton Rouge area, we are praying for you. Denham Springs got hit hard. We're thinking of you. But uh, the Pelican House, they're awesome. Go there. They have one hundred and thirty six draft beers. Uh, LSU is going to get started. They're currently
1: open. They're they're open despite despite the uh, damage.
2: Damage. And LSU is what two weeks away, right? Or three three weeks away. Three weeks away. So you got three weeks to LSU football. Uh, Go to the Pelican House. Uh, You got Saints preseason. If you're in Baton Rouge and you can get out there. Uh, The Pelican House, they're awesome. 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You should support them because they support us. All right. Um...
1: I'm feeling pretty good, by the way, about that LSU Wisconsin game. Yeah, I am too. I, I, I think that's going to be a blowout I think, for the Tigers. I think
2: they're going to dump truck Wisconsin and and move up yep. high in the rankings. They'll break they'll break our heart later. All right,
1: there's no there no spread is is high enough for me not to bet <laughs> the over. All
2: right, so Kevin, we, we got Doctor Kevin uh, to come into the studio because if if you're a Saints fan, you listen to this podcast, you probably know the Saints have had a lot of injuries lately. And Kevin, I know you like Andrew, break down the film every play. Because you're hardcore about the preseason, but before we get to that, we need to get the medical update. Of course, the big news today: Sheldon Rankins broke his leg. Can you give us an update, recovery time? What's this broken leg situation going to be, Doctor Kevin? How's, how's this going to go?
0: Well, uh, what we did, what uh, I was able to uh, ascertain from uh, from my contact in the medical field is is, is that this was a severe. Uh, injury, uh, a, a catastrophic injury to to the leg. Uh, the the bone itself. Uh, I, I was unaware that bones could do this, but the bone exploded, <laughs> and and there are shards of the bone that uh, that, that uh, perforated the the skin. So it looks like spikes are growing out of his leg. Um, his leg is basically uh, dangling off of the knee. <laughs> so there is. Uh,
2: was he like the guy in? Uh, the, there,
0: there's. The guy there's a uh, there's a serious there's a serious issue with uh with Mr Rankin. Uh, amputation is a possibility. <laughs> and and let's let let's let's hope that that's all that there is with that with Mr Rankin. Um. As for oh, Jesus, Mr Anthony. Uh, as for Mr Anthony, I was told that. Uh, the the calf injury the calf injury was fine, but what happened was a medical trainer uh, <laughs> started tending to the wrong side oh, and legs. and accidentally jabbed him accidentally jabbed him with a needle and for whatever reason that needle uh, got dropped on the ground <laughs> and now the other calf got infected with uh, some sort of a bacterium. So yeah. his yeah. other calf It's got his, the MERS. That's that's potentially uh, I have not fully confirmed that it is staff. I am working to confirm that right now. I have to talk to my pal uh, Sanjay Gupta and, uh, and 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 the guy in that uh, and the guy in that life alert ad. Uh, I think he's still alive, so I got to talk to him. So
1: he's, he's uh, he was a surgeon general. Uh, he's on intravenous antibiotics currently.
0: The the yes, but 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 the the problem is is he has to be. Laid at a forty-five degree angle head down <laughs> because they have to get all the blood out of his legs. Oh. And they have to sort of empty the blood as it comes through his hip.
2: Yeah. My favorite part about this segment. My favorite part about this segment is the Trapper John music underneath Kevin. Like six of our fans that are over the age of fifty-five will be like, Trapper John, yeah. I can start Kevin. you
0: thirty five and I love, I, love John.
2: I can start calling you Doctor Gonzo. Um so Andrew, uh it's not I mean it's 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 not terrible, right? I mean it could have been worse news, <laughs> obviously. But here's well, um, you know I don't
1: know, I, I kinda straddle the fence on that. I mean on one hand, I, I think when you hear carded off your immediate Yeah, your immediate fear is ACL, MCL, something that would cost them the season. Um, So, you know, it's a combination, I think, of relief uh, just because it's not something where he would, you know, miss the entire year. At the same time, he broke his freaking leg. (laughs) It's a major injury. It's significant. And so, you know, I think... I I think it's a little bit foolish to think he would just be fine in six weeks because he's getting surgery and there's going to be scar tissue and rehab and physical therapy. Mm -hmm. And there's going to take time to get strength back in the leg. And it'd be one thing if he was just a runner or a guy that, you know, a normal person, you know, a layman, but he's got to get that leg ready for being in the trenches, taking hits on it, um, being at the bottom of a pile again. And, you know, I, I think it's it's tough when you're in the NFL just, to, just when you haven't been working that leg out for six weeks, um, or four weeks, whatever the case may be, to get the strength back in it to where it's ready to take those hits. So well, I don't I mean, know. I don't yeah, know how much he's going to play or how effective he could be, but I know for the next six weeks he's not going to be playing games or getting reps, and so that
0: makes it tough. Well, isn't though? Isn't it a yeah? Pop- if, if there's one if there's one thing if there's one thing I tell my friends uh, and my friends will attest to, uh, it sucks being at the bottom of a pile.
2: <laughs> I mean, here's the here's the thing that isn't totally horrible about it. Um they have some depth at defensive line, Andrew with the additions and the bye weeks early. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you could I think it's I think it's fair to say that the, the bye week, the Saints bye week is the 4th week, right?
1: Uh well, I think they play four games. So, the, the, so the,
2: the bye is after 4 weeks. So, yes. So, you figure figure they might be able to get if he if, if he say he's out say he's 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 good to go after seven weeks let's say or eight weeks they still could get nine or ten games out of him he could still get good yeah. nine or ten game reps so I mean
1: yeah absolutely and
2: that's, that's realistic so maybe the bye weeks in a pretty good time for the Saints um you know yeah I mean
1: I think best best case scenario is he plays twelve games I mean how many of those is he going to be fully healthy starting and effective I mean yeah like you said maybe nine or ten.
2: All right, um, so we had the Trapper John and MD music, but maybe my favorite thing right now we're going to do is the in- introduction of the hype train as people will hear the train in the background with uh, Jay-Z.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming!
3: The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.
2: And Kanye West also. Uh, So, Andrew, me and you were having a discussion on Saturday as I was driving. uh, And you made, a, I think, a really good argument about Michael Thomas and you said something that at first I was like that's insane but repeat it to everybody you said you think Michael Thomas potentially could be the best receiver Drew Brees has ever ever had and your reasoning was sound and got me really really excited so if you could repeat that again
1: yeah well I think enough people have seen him now with the the vines at practice or 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 the preseason game and You know, just seeing him in person, I mean, he he looks like, you know, Keyshawn Keyshawn Johnson or or guys like that. I mean, just guys that have huge hands, tremendous size, tremendous speed. And, you know, numerous times now I've seen the quarterbacks just kind of throw the ball his way. And it doesn't matter if he's beating his man. It doesn't matter if he's in tight coverage, just finds a way to come up with the football. And it's pretty rare uh, the number of guys you see that, that are able to do that. And, I mean, I, I look back specifically at two throws that Grayson made um, oh, in the preseason Jesus. game, where, where where he he kind of just lobbed the ball in, in Thomas's direction, and he comes up with the catch. And so for me, I think you look at all the receivers that were successful in this offense: Meacham, Henderson, Lance Moore, Colston. You know, even Jimmy Graham to an extent. Who I would say of all the guys that. Breeze was paired up with, you know, Graham was probably the one with the most talent, you know, and, and some of them have dabbled in other offenses and, and it not hasn't worked well. out. Yeah. No. Yeah. And some of it, some of it's been age and some of it's been, you know, maybe the, the system's just not as good, but yep. you know, clear, clearly in, in pretty much all of those cases, you know, Lance Moore, Willie Sneed, Breeze has made those guys. Um, and I, I think what separates Thomas from these other guys is, I don't think all those guys I just lifted listed have nearly as successful NFL careers if they aren't paired with Drew Brees. Michael Thomas, to me, is, is a guy that has a talent to where he's kind of going to be successful regardless of what offense so you are put you him in. you and so, like, paired with Brees, it's even, like, it's on steroids. It's like, wow, this guy could have an enormous career.
2: So, like, kind of like DeAndre Hopkins where you can, like, put him with garbage and he can be like, "Oh my god, yeah, he exactly. had 1100 yards and 90 catches." That's frightening. And Kevin,
1: people, I'm not ready to say I'm not ready to say he's that good. but, um, but I I'm ready I'm, I I think he's got that kind of potential.
2: Absolutely. Kevin, on Thursday, my Twitter feed was filled with under over $40 in this in the happy hour podcast league for Michael Thomas. And it was not like one tweet. It was like at least like a dozen. So over under $40
0: under you knucklehead i'm telling you he's not going listen (laughs) the only way the the only way yeah Yeah. yeah, it is i'm aware of that the only way michael thomas breaks 20 is if one of you fools does it despite me (laughs) (laughs) Or, or or if ralph just or if ralph just makes one of his yearly boneheaded decisions in, a, in the auction draft it could be it could be that well you know the one thing the
1: one thing is with Brandon Cooks is another guy I would list as a guy that would be successful without breeze um, so now all of a sudden you you pair those two guys together and I think breeze has the the two the best tandem of receivers he's ever had yeah in the saints uniform
2: I, I, the the thing that's interesting and and this is the the, the one the one real uh downer of the preseason before the first game before we get to the other things on the defense that were really good Andrew is that that's probably going to have to be their solution is their their uh outside threats are going to have to be awesome because their offensive their offensive line looks awful in the interior if they get God help Drew Brees if they get down 10 13 points in a game because Pete I I don't know if he's you watched the film and you rewatched it, and you were even more negative after rewatching it. But here's my question, Andrew: Does Pete mm. does, it, does Pete just suck, or does he suck because the Saints are trying to have him play two and three positions, and he's just overwhelmed?
1: Well, I, I think first of all, the majority of of what he's played is left tackle, and mm-hmm. and maybe he's thinking about other stuff. But really, at camp, I mean, since training camp started. Yeah, he's taken some reps at guard, but that's really about it. And, yeah. I mean, he's really been exclusively at left tackle while Teron Armstead's been out. and he's really only started at guard since that game since mm-hmm. since Armstead's come back. So really, not much of an excuse. I mean, tackles his position and that's where he's been practicing. Um, I think it's fifty fifty. I think some of it is mental. Um, there's definitely there were times where he just missed a pickup. and you can tell afterwards he kind of like, has the, this body language that suggests that he's mad at himself for kind of having a brain cramp, um, and then he lines up against you know Chris Long, and then if you watch the tape, I mean, it's pretty clear that's a one-on-one isolated situation where you're just bad, trying to man up with a guy. Bad and
2: he gets situation beaten. there. Yeah, no.
1: Yeah, but but so I I mean yeah I, I think it's you know, I counted watching that game again I counted six n- really negative plays from him in that game. Uh, that really stood out. And that that's a huge cause for concern for me because he's supposed to be the starting right guard. And in that game, at least, he, he seemed unfit to be a tackle, which <laughs> is supposed to be his position. So now we're trying to make him play a position that's not really his well, natural here's position. The,
2: here's the thing, Kevin, is the, the 2015 draft, if Pete's uh, a bust, or just b- a below-average offensive lineman, and Kikaha's injured. Suddenly, that 2015 draft that people were gushing about—two of the first th- three picks—are disasters.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and Anthony's and, out for the rest of preseason potentially.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, and I—I I, listen. At the time of the draft, I was, uh, yeah, I was happy with the Pete pick.
2: Yeah, I was too. I was okay.
0: I
1: wasn't... I well, was that pick, honestly.
2: Go ahead, Kevin. What were you going to say? I think Kevin dropped out. Andrew? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Um, no, that was it. That was it. What was that? Kevin, repeat it. You dropped out there for a second.
0: I said, no, that was it. That was just me falling on my sword. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... The but here's the thing,
2: uh, they they Andrew the, the guard situation, it is potentially fatal. I can I can talk myself into being okay without Rankins for six to seven weeks. I can talk myself into the the guard situation. I don't see a I don't. There's not going to be an outside solution because they have to keep Jenkins now because of injury, and I don't think they, they're gonna. I don't think Dallas is going to trade Leary. I don't see an outside situation, and I don't see the internal guys getting better. What is is the solution if the guards don't markedly get better?
1: I'm not sure there is one. Uh, I think they're kind of – I mean, you know, I I think similarly when the guard situation wasn't good last year because Jari Evans was banged up and was a shell of his former self and Tim and Calamete – they were kind of rotating and they tried Pete for a little bit and that didn't really work. Yeah. And they went back to Lolito and I think it's going to be a lot of that. You know, I think, uh, you know, they might, depending on who's the extra guard. I mean, uh, you know, Joe cheek is a guy that I've watched that has impressed me here and there. I mean, Landon Turner played okay in that game. Um, so, you know, maybe he's a guy that makes the team and maybe they get a chance down the road. Uh, but right now I think it's pretty clear. It's going to be Lolito at left guard and Pete at right guard. I- I, um, that, that's at least how they're going to start the season. I,
2: I had some 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 of the n- NOLA the the legit media people come at me with some sharp knives when I said if the Saints are fiddling at guard and putting weird people like Landon Turner or Joe Allen, he wouldn't be because he was a disaster in the Jack game. Jack Allen, yeah, Jack, yeah Jack he, Allen. Was, he was a disaster. But if they start fiddling yeah. with guys at guard that we ain't you haven't seen run with the ones. If they start doing that against the Texans, that means they're in a bit of a panic situation and they're 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 starting to grasp and some of the legit media came at me it's like no 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 that could just be a random thing. I'm like, okay. I'm just telling you if I see Landon Turner getting reps with the ones, I'm gonna be like they're in a not quite a panic, but they're they're looking around. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well I mean I this is listen, we knew this going in and I was surprised, you know, they they tried to get Alex Boone in free agency. Yeah. It didn't work out. Uh you know, you and I have talked at length about um Sean Payton's dismay at at the uh, the kid from Stanford, Garnett and and Effetti both going in the first yeah, round, it and was deep deep and, sadness. Yeah, you can, you watch Sean Payton's interview where he talks about getting Rankins, and you know the media's kind yeah. of pumping it up, like trying to get him excited about it, and he's like, yeah. you can just tell he's visibly disappointed that um, Effetti and Garnett were gone, and you know when when you see that, you can tell that he was lamenting it because I, it was almost like written on his face. There's no other guard in this draft that I like. Those were really the two guys I was yeah. hoping to get to improve our interior line, and now I can't do it. And so, you know, I, I think the coaching staff knew all along that this was a question mark, and we've been talking about it all off season, and it's already starting to rear its ugly head. And unfortunately, I'm not sure they have one good guard. Uh, on their team, <laughs> oh, and, you know, Lord. and we were kind of hoping that one would work out. They
2: can get by with I'm not, one.
1: I don't know that that's going to be the case. They can
2: get by with one bad to mediocre guard. They can't get by with two. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. You, you can't really knock them if they look in the draft and they're like, we don't like anybody in the draft besides these yeah, two am
1: I'm Yeah, not, I'm not sure that they were ever in a position um, to, to land a guy that's better than what they have. Yeah. I think ultimately that's why they ended up with what they have now. You know, at some point, you got to start giving guys like Cheek and Landon Turner a, p- a try, or even move Jack Allen to guard and give him a try, um, if the starters aren't going to cut it. But um, I think Lolito and Kelamete, you know, they've been in this offense for a long time. They know it. They know the playbook. They know the nuances. They have chemistry with the existing guys. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's in, that. All that stuff's yep. really important. And so they really need to be the guys pl- playing at least to begin the season.
2: All right, Kevin. Uh, the Saints signed Cortland Finnegan, who is a self-described dirt bag. <laughs> he described himself as that. Um, he played with the Rams. I remember Miss Tennessee as being a, just a total, just nuisance asshole type player. But he was actually good. But for the Rams, I remember him getting like burned all the time. Is there anything right. left with him? Is is he just
0: done? As I, a, yeah. If, if I, I'm, when I saw a video. I can't remember which reporter it was, but somebody shared a video of Cortland Finnegan doing an interview, and I was like, "Oh, what the hell's Cortland Finnegan doing? Wait, he's on the same like <laughs> I, I didn't know he was on the team. It blew me away because one, one, I didn't know he was still with the team. Two, he's like like you covered it. He's an ass. He's an absolute jackass. Like." He, like wh- I, th- that is not the guy that you would that not one of those guys you would think would be in a Sean Payton locker room. Yeah, and you're right. Like when he was with the Rams, I don't remember him being that good. The biggest contribution I remember him m- making with the Rams was drawing a pet was drawing a penalty on the oppo- was ha- getting the opposing team to have a, to get a personal foul penalty. Drawn against them, so the Rams could move down the field, or or or, or so the so the offense. I'm sorry, so the offense could uh, get backed up, get pushed back. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're not you're not explaining this very well, you're Kevin. Not, not.
0: Uh, no, no. Um,
2: you no, know. um, but Andrew, it, it, who who's he fighting with for a roster spot?
1: Well, you know, so here's here's one point I was going to make about this Finnegan signing is. Yeah, I don't know that he's at this at this stage of his career. Maybe he is worse than Kyle Wilson, but you know he's just another veteran body in camp that's probably not going to make the team. I mean, I I liken this signing signing to Hakeem Nicks, and really they're just going to try out Hakeem a veteran. Will really he last longer? Knicks? Yeah, well, we'll see. I I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I, I think they're bringing in a veteran who has experience, and he he just to kind of have another guy in the mix, and if he dips into the fountain of youth and looks pretty good, then he'll make the team. And if not, they've got some young guys. But uh, I, I think it's good that they bring in Finnegan, and it'll push these guys, Harris and Crawley, um, mm-hmm. who are seeing a lot of time with the ones, to hopefully uh, hopefully, that lights a fire under them to perform better. Um, but, man, I'll tell you the thing that has me excited, uh, you know, is kind of on a positive note, is you look at how much already this defense has been decimated. You look at Stephon Anthony; he's out for a short period. Kikaha most likely out for the year. Rankins—I mean, we're, we're, week five is kind of a best-case scenario we're thinking, uh, where he's, ma- he, he's making an impact. Um, you know, they and we forget they've lost Jamarcus Sanford and Kyle Wilson too. Yeah. Who, you know, they were on the team last year. They were a role player. Those were guys they were counting on to come back and at least compete for jobs. So I just listed five guys uh, that you know were kind of either on the roster for sure or fringe fifty-three man guys, and so that's a lot of injuries when you're trying to rebuild your defense and improve. Yeah. But you know, a year ago I would have said it's a death blow. But you look at how this team is set up. You know, they they lose Jamarcus Sanford, they pick up Roman Harper, you know, they lose. Kyle Wilson, but they've got these UDFA corners that are playing pretty well, and then you've got Cortland Finnegan that comes in. Um, and by the way, Swan and and um, Keenan Lewis are out right now, but you're not really feeling that because PJ Williams is playing pretty well. You know, Delvin Bro was a great pickup a year ago, and then you look at the linebacker; they've got so much depth there now yeah. with Stupar and Robertson as backups that you're maybe not feeling the Anthony yeah, thing quite as much. And then you've got the Fairley pickup where that kind of mitigates Rankins a little bit. So, like, you go up and down the list, and they the Saints really can't afford many more injuries at these positions, but they have set their roster up to absorb these blows so far. And, you know, with, with Kikaha, I mean, the Saints are fortunate. Edabali's kind of, I mean, he had two sacks in the preseason yeah. game. He seems to be turning a corner. So, um, you know, Davison is turning a corner, defensive tackle. So, I just, the the silver lining here is that whereas a year ago, the roster to me was so thin, paper thin, they couldn't afford it. This year, they seem set up.
2: People were saying, well, what if it's a a preseason mirage? I said, no, the difference between this year and last year is, is the linebackers that you're saying can be decent. Stupar, he's an NFL guy. He's an NFL veteran. Robertson, they're NFL veteran guys. Defensive, proven, proven. Yeah. Defensive line, it's a little bit of a. It might be a little bit. You never know with Davison, but it's yeah. you got Farley and you got other guys. Um, so it's not as, it's not as terrible. But I mean, Kevin, these injuries, man. Do we have to like? I mean, do we have to do a se- – say what do we have to do? Do we have to do a seance? we have to burn a candle? I mean, it's it. – we're only like a, a oh, week. Yeah, I was going to suggest, was suggest
0: yeah. a few Novena candles.
2: Yeah. I mean, dude, I don't it, – it, you don't want Grayson anywhere near I, – I know people are like, he's young, blah, blah, blah. Grayson looks fucking terrible to me, and I don't – you know, whatever. I He just – he looks like a guy who doesn't have that strong of an arm, doesn't have a quick release – and doesn't really process information that good. But besides that, he's great. Uh, so I,
1: I, I tell you, Mike Thomas made him look a lot better than he actually was, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah.
2: Um, all right. Let's get to let's get to the Twitter question because we have a bunch. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, what are the odds that Onyemata can step up in Rankin's absence? That's from Robert Andrew.
1: Well, I think that's a, this is a huge opportunity for him. I mean, you know, you talk about when injuries happen and it's next man up and the reality is it used to be really a four man rotation for me at defensive tackle where you know Bobby Richardson can come in on passing downs and then you've got Fairley Davison and Jenkins. So that was kind of the four man rotation I was envisioning. Well, now it's three and they need an extra guy in there, so perfect opportunity for Onyemata. I think he was maybe a fringe guy that maybe doesn't make the roster and maybe ends up on the practice squad, but now uh, I, I think he's clearly in and might get a chance to play some snaps. So, uh, yeah, I, I think with this injury, that probably locks a roster spot for him, and it's going to be an opportunity to get in there.
2: They won't do like a – vet there's no veteran free agent defensive tackles worth getting, right? I mean, there's
1: uh, – I don't know. Those guys can become available. You never know. Yeah.
2: I mean, so this is Adam Foget. How many dollars will I have left in our auction draft this year? None, Adam, because me and you are going to get a, in a bidding war over Michael Thomas.
0: Dude, you, dude you're going to be dangerously close to nothing after the sixth round. Oh, yeah.
2: I know. I was going
1: to say, Ralph will have five picks and no money left. It, it,
2: it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you just by then, you just go bargain bin shopping, you know. But I got some people in the bargain bin last year. It can happen. Um, Kevin, this is from uh, – t o Cali, the Kevin. Do you tell women you're a wrestler on your OKCupid account?
0: Uh, I did, yeah. Mm. Some women like I, the I, like I used, you know, like I like well, like I would say it. Like I had it on, uh, you know, on all when I had all those dating things like the Tinder and the and OKCupid and Bumble and all that. I would just say, Bumbles. you know, pro wrestler Mind on the it. weekend because. One, because one, it's, it's, it's being honest and telling something about yourself. And then two, it's, it's a good icebreaker. (laughs) Like people, you know, people, no, because people will ask like, wait a minute. Kevin, I know this
1: this is kind of a weird question. Kevin, I know this is a weird question, but wouldn't you kind of want to appeal to a woman that isn't into wrestlers? Mm. Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you prefer to have a girl that's kind of not into wrestling?
0: Or no? I don't know. Cap? I get. I think I get. I, I think I get what Jude is trying to say. But uh,
2: he just disparaged wrestling. I'm quite a charmer, Jude. He, he disparaged. I'm a charmer. You disparaged all female <laughs> wrestling fans, is what he did there. Yeah, um, pretty much. Um, this is from <laughs> sorry. Bal- this is from Balky. What's <laughs> this is from Balky What sacrifice to the football gods do we need to make to avoid more injuries? Andy Tanner, Vicodin. Mm, Andy Tanner and a Viking in prescription might do it I think um, I
1: mean, haven't we already sacrificed Andy Tanner enough <laughs> um,
2: uh, would you give up a- Andrew would you give up all of next year's draft to have no injuries for the next five years
1: the entire draft the enti- class for no injuries
2: the, the entire draft class and you have no injuries for five years done yeah, because then, because you know what, then, then you, then
1: you get Breeze for five years. Then you
2: can give you. Then you can go and and be like Breeze. You want that sixty million guaranteed? There you go. It's all good. Uh, so yeah, I would I would definitely do that. And the way the Saints have been drafted lately, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> this Kevin, this is for you. We've been through this a thousand times, but uh, you can do it again if you want. Uh, how would you feel if the Saints said fuck it and sign Greg Hardy at least until Rankins comes back?
0: No, no, I don't care if the ranking thing. I, I, I'm listen. All of the defensive line <laughs> could 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 catch, you know, mono and be out. Do not sign Greg Hardy. Who's gonna like, sign? I was like, you literally disturbed me. I was stunned. I was stunned to find out the team had Cortland Finnegan on the team. And he's just an asshole. Yeah. And, it? And, and, like, like he's, he's I, uh, just an asshole excuse, excuse on me, the field. The the,
1: t- the correct term is dirt bag.
0: The dirt bag. Here's the question. Okay, whatever. Here's... He's just a dirt. He's just a dirt bag on the field.
2: Yeah, that's no thing. So,
0: yeah. right. But, and I still don't think the team should have him. So, yeah. Why would I? Why? How? In in what? parallel universe am i going to be okay with the saints signing Some, a alleged domestic abuser somebody
2: is going to somebody's going to sign him during the year though because
0: and it shouldn't be the saints
2: it should it won't be it yeah. won't be the saints i don't think but andrew i think somebody will sign him because somebody will have a bad injury on the defensive line and they'll be in contention and it'll be too much of a problem risk. And I'll tell you a team that I think would do it because they love to sign problem children. Cincinnati. And they lost. A yeah, def-
1: it's, it's possible. And they lost I, I a just, defensive lineman today. I just think with Hardy, he's made so much. Remember, like, when, when the Panthers basically told him to stay away from the team, they paid him.
2: Yeah, and the thing about and him. And then
1: with the, Cal- and the Cowboys, he had, like, a one-year, like, $18 million deal. Is- so, like, if you look at the money he's made over the last two years... Like I just I don't think he's gonna play for the minimum. Like, no, he, he, he did. You know, team teams aren't gonna sign him unless he takes a prove a deal. And he's in a financial position and, where he doesn't need and, to.
2: And the main thing for him is, he would be back in the league for for what he. You know, you can. I'm not defending at all what he did. Look, it's terrible when you can't beat women. But he would be back in the league with his talent if he was just would go through the steps of repenting and do the dance of I'm sorry yeah. and do an interview do a couple of tears and then just shut up about it. But the problem yeah. for him is
1: he's if, if, n- if he, if he had, if he had um, behaved like Ray Rice is behaving now, he'd,
2: yeah, he'd, 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 be begging, he'd be on a team, but he's just, that's yeah. the thing with him. He he gives no fucks and he's not repentant and he won't, yeah. he won't do it. You know, so- I kind of,
1: I kind of feel like with him, like I felt about junior Gillette, it reached a point with him and the saints where I would, w- would prefer the saints to root right. for the saints and have them not make the playoffs without Junior Gallette than to make the playoffs with Gallette. Because you don't that, know. that's you don't. the point that I got to with that player, and that's how kind of how I feel about Hardy. Yeah. I'd rather not have him and not make the playoffs.
2: Kevin, this is from Riker. Will another defensive player get put on the pup list tonight just from watching track and field?
0: Uh, yeah. Because listen, I think if if not tonight, it'll definitely be tomorrow. It'll something will happen tomorrow because like clockwork we record these things and then something happens
2: yeah uh did you give w- sure. did you give WWL audio the zika we give everybody the zika we just we spread it around uh it happens and you know um you know saints nation
1: podcast got it from us um
2: let's see You're welcome uh, uh You're welcome Brian let's see this um this is from sir gumbo uh Colston had the cool had the uh, the cool nickname the Quiet Storm. Will Michael Thomas's nickname be holy fucking shit?
1: <laughs> I think uh, you know we're going have to have a good nickname in short order for him.
2: I mean, he's got a cool tw- he's got a cool uh, Twitter handle. Can't guard Mike. I'll give him that. Um, are we back? Kevin's good with the nicknames. That that's Kevin's department. Yeah. Are we back to having a team with a oh Wang? Oh Wang, yeah. This is from Sir Gumbo, too, Andrew. Are we back to having a team that can't break 100 yards a game rushing, not impressed with the run blocking?
1: Man, it's just one game. And, you know, honestly, that first drive, I mean, the one good block that Andres Pete had was on the second play right after that big pass to Cooks uh, where he has a terrific lead block and Ingram gains about nine yards. And then on second and one, he gets the first down, but he fumbles. So like that—that's yeah. really what you ought to concern yourself with—is those two running plays, because that—that's—that's that's what you're going to see. That's the Here, back and that's the blocking that you're going to see in the regular season.
2: Here's the thing, Kevin, that that surprised me as I started to do a little bit of fantasy research and and look at it. Most fantasy plays have Mark Ingram as a top ten running back, which he I was catches like, so
1: many passes.
2: I was like, wow, he averaged like he was like. Seventh or eighth in, in fantasy points per week. I mean, and, you know, he never plays a whole year, but I mean, is Mark Ingram a top ten fantasy back? Are we are we there yet?
1: I think so. Oof. I mean, this the same aren't really by committee anymore. It's kind of the Mark Ingram show back yeah. there.
2: Um,
0: yeah, it's yeah. I mean, that's that's actually a fair point because I because when you asked the question, I started wavering. But <laughs> yeah, Juge makes a good point. Like that's he could he could he could be like. In eight, nine,
2: or ten. Wow! I mean, it—you know—the the the guy who's been really, really quiet. But every now and then, you'll you'll see you will be like, "Oh, there's the the Spiller that pe- the Saints were expecting." So I don't know what to ex- expect of Spiller. Um, but Andrew, you saw him, and how did he? We—I didn't ask. The you less
0: you. you expect, the better. Yeah.
2: But Andrew, did, yeah. did you see anything at the Greenbrier that you liked or didn't like, I, or you didn't really? Know I'm
1: something? I'm kind of with Kevin. I I think it's. A pleasant surprise if he contributes, but I'm mm. not expecting much. I mean, yeah. I expect him to make the team, but um, you know, I, I think anything you get from him is kind of bonus. Yeah. I just think he's like a backup guy that hopefully Ugh, breaks a couple him. runs or they're something. They're
2: not paying him backup money.
1: No, they're, mm. they're not. They're not. Um, you know, I, I know that the week before I got there at the Greenbrier, there were a few mentions of his cuts and how good he looked and that he looked like he had gotten some of his quickness back. Um, I didn't necessarily see that. Um, he did have a pretty good run in that game. Yeah, They got called back for a penalty, um, of yeah. course. But, uh, you know, so we'll see. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't think Spiller can do much worse than he did last year. So my hope is that he'll be a slight improvement over that.
2: Yeah, I mean, the in the last preseason, the next preseason game, um, Versus the Texans. What, Kevin? Will you be
0: able to watch it? No. No. Uh, no. I mean, I mean, what, what are you going to do? You mean to you mean to lie and say yes? Or yes. Give it a lie you can lie. lie. Say, oh, we were lie on this podcast cry. all the time. No. <laughs> no. I don't want, I do not listen. I. I just have a big goddamn problem with preseason with watching preseason football. Yeah, that's fair. I, I just do.
2: I used to. You get, know,
1: I'm obsessive. It, it, it. I'm obsessive, and I'm dramatic? never not going to watch games. But I can totally respect that.
2: I have to say, I'll give you this, Kevin. The second, the second half of the of the Patriot game, I
0: it's awful. It's so I was boring. Pushing,
2: I was pushing around my son in a fire truck.
0: Right, so, like everybody and their goddamn mother on Twitter and social media is like, "Oh my god, we got this many days left of football." All, and, and it's all the gifts of, like, guys sitting up, like, people biting their nails and, and eating nervously and, and, you know, like the dogs doing happy dances or whatever. And guess what? One quarter into the first preseason game, like, oh, they yes. take the starters out, and it's, and it's oh, let me see what else is on. Oh, let me go, you know, help my wife make key lime pie. Or, or oh, man, I really got to take wife. the trash down the well, end of the block or something. It's, it's all that cra- – like – Everybody just oh everybody! In the, everybody wants to talk. Big on that, but no, it's preseason football, man. The preseason football. My, it's preseason football. My thing on preseason, you know, we, Everybody we are, winds themselves up over preseason we, we, football. They ain't get, even practice. No,
2: but Kevin, we're the, talking
0: preseason football, <laughs> Alan Iverson.
2: <laughs> People are more excited about the possibility of preseason football than actually watching preseason football. That's what it is. The anticipation is more fun than the the actual watching. Um, So that pretty much uh, wraps it up. Thanks for the questions to everybody. We try to get to them all. Uh, So you can find uh, Andrew at Saints Nation. He's got a bunch of stuff up. Uh, Defensive line, other podcasts, lots of fun stuff. Uh, I don't know if Dave is still running at Canal Street Chronicles. They're under new – got new management or whatever there, but Dave will have something. You can find Dave on the Twitters. and you can find me. Can,
1: can you even find him on Twitter? I don't, I don't even think he does the Canal Street Chronicles Twitter anymore. I don't know,
2: Davis. You can, you can only get Dave here. Yeah. And that's why you need to donate. You can't him.
1: find Dave. Unless he's sunken into the abyss. Actually, you know what? I think you can hit up Dave on the uh, Campus Connections Twitter
2: yeah. account. You can. Uh, so you can so, find so him. Right. So you need to donate to keep the podcast, to keep the lights on, so you can get your full Dave experience he'll be back next week I'm sure and you can find me and Kevin on the Twitters uh, arguing about different things and uh, talking about football and uh, I may or may not try to go out to a Texan Saints practice this week I don't know Uh, I'll see how that goes if I do I'll give you a report next week Um, but for Andrew for Kevin for Dave who's MIA I'm Ralph until next week the bar is closed